Hello, my name is Tim. I'm here to host the second episode of the IPE podcast. What I'm going to try and tackle today for you is to do two things. One, talk about what it's like to take on a new approach to teaching, but also to provide everybody, all our listeners, with an update on the IPE project. So it'll come through sort of, I guess in a secret way, the things that we've been doing because I'm going to tie it into how to how to manage, I suppose, or what's it like to take on something as big as changing, you know, our teaching and our approach to teaching in the med tech and social service programs to incorporate more of a collaborative approach across our disciplines. So I hope you enjoy it. Again, it's the first time we're doing this sort of stuff, so I hope it works. Where we started and what we were tasked with as a team to tackle, we started, well, we started with six med tech programs and now we have seven. So that's the first difference. Um, the other thing we started with was an awareness of each other, but not a full understanding of each other. You know, I think everybody was aware of the other disciplines within the school. You know, we cross paths at different sector meetings. Uh, we cross paths in the hallway. We cross paths uh, in the cafeteria. But I can say for a fact that, you know, ask any one of us at the time, four years ago, potentially what other programs within the field exist. And I don't know with confidence that everybody would have the exact answer. Often when we asked that question, we, we got answers that uh, included new programs that we don't even have uh, and new disciplines that don't even exist. So... I, or we knew at the beginning that the amount of shifting uh, in the culture, shifting in the awareness of what we're doing was immense. And so right away we knew off the bat, everything had to be slow in order for it to be a sustainable long-term shift in culture. We knew from the start, the measurable changes weren't gonna be felt the next day. We knew that it had to be sort of that slow sort of process in order for it to really hold and stick. Shifts and changes that happen quickly overnight, while they seem exciting and fancy and energizing, one could argue that they don't stick around very long. And we often in the world of education look at a new teaching approach with optimism, but we're skeptical at times. And I think it's an important thing to have as a teacher to make sure that we aren't just jumping off into the deep, into the deep end without, you know, giving it some some full thought, and, you know, testing the waters, and sort of seeing how things go. And so I think, naturally, as teachers, we do that, and in education, we do that. And so it wasn't an outrageous approach to sort of say, okay, we really got to take our time with this shift because. Again, the temperature of the group at the beginning was was off and the language that we were getting and the energy that we were getting when discussing possible, you know, activities or overlaps or, you know, even just bringing up the idea of let's just explore what what we can do together was met with, you know, immediate resistance. And we empathized with that. We got that. And so from the start, like I said, it was important that we took this slow 
and that the culture, in order for it to shift, had to do so, you know, as the years progressed. And so that's what we started with. It was mainly conversation, lots of exploring, lots of discussion, lots of getting to know, you know, a little bit more about each discipline at the faculty level for us to rent a little space in everyone's brain on ways that we overlap and ways that we can collaborate. And everything was always in the, in the future tense whenever we were discussing. It was always, we can, we could, we should, versus, you know, let's do it now. And I think that was important. My next point is timing. Taking on a project like this, a lot of it depends on timing. So the timing of it, I think, was appropriate. Obviously, a lot of this is tied to the expansion project at the school and the acquisition of a new uh, building. And so we were sort of, it was an obvious thing that we were going to go in this direction anyway in regard to having these programs overlap. But it sort of had to go in line with the work that was being done by our, our administration to push for more space. And with the back and forths from the government, it was clear that it was going to be this sort of building. And in order for this sort of building to not necessarily just be an extension of what we're doing, but to augment what we're doing within our courses and our programs, we have to work more together because research proves it. When our students collaborate in the classroom, collaborate, you know, even outside the classroom and get to know each other, the effect on healthcare is augmented and the patient benefits dramatically from it. And so the timing, you know, kind of lined up with that. And then the timing where we really turned a corner in the work that we had to do um, changed with the pandemic. So we received news in the, sorry, that's my dog. It, it, we received news around Easter of 2020, right? When, you know, the main priority was, you know, you know, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself away from others, uh, and learn how to navigate emergency teaching online in our courses and respond to the Minister of Health asking us to go back to the workforce to help with the pandemic. We, on Easter Sunday, we received notice that we were heading into an intense period of collaboration with architects and engineers and the first phase of the building development, which forced us down pedagogy conversations that we weren't really ready for um, and answers that we didn't necessarily know that we needed to provide. So that timing helped push us into sort of the next gear of, of collaboration and of, of making decisions. Um, but maybe we weren't necessarily ready for that. And I feel confident that we handled it very well and we went full stride ahead and there were, you know, ups and downs in that and uh, everything was online everything was on zoom we were learning how to really use zoom and collaborate that way and uh, we had many conversations you know through each community each discipline each program with the architects with the engineers and lots and lots and lots of conversation and it was very exciting it was very um we were very uh energized by it because it sort of became this sort of thing that you know it was never a matter of if and when it just became now a matter of when because a lot of the stuff that we were discussing was was true and we were seeing you know art uh architects rendering of our needs in a sort of first draft of a building 
And so because the physical space became part of the main conversation, the side conversations all were pedagogy-based, and we feel, or we felt, that the timing was sort of perfect, yet we felt rushed into it. So it's kind of that double-edged sword, especially turning, sort of thinking of that first point of managing the culture shift and the pace at which we take on a new approach. We sort of had to jump in uh, a little bit deeper and test the waters a little bit more, yet the temperature of the water was, was fabulous. And I think the third point segues nicely here because the people that we worked with were unbelievable. The ability for them to answer, you know, from the nit and gritty stuff regarding the building to exploring different ideas and being much more open to tackling overlaps and tackling, you know, out their ideas and letting, you know, out of the box sort of ideas happen and and not knocking them down and not giving the knee-jerk reaction of we have no time or there's no room or that doesn't work because we do it this way. Because that's in a way what we used to get. Now it was sort of, that sounds exciting. Let's see where we go from here. And so the people that have been involved as part of the faculty, as part of OAD, as part of the support staff have been critical to the development of what we've done so far and the involvement of this of this approach across our, our disciplines. And um, I think it goes without saying that without these people, we would not be where we are, nearly close to where we are. And everyone involved has been super critical to the, to the success of the project so far. And so along with the people, we have to manage energy. And while we're going through this emergency teaching, we're trying to you know, navigate how to do that. We're trying to navigate how to be at home, many of us with other people in our in our dwelling and managing everything from don't come into my Zoom screen to, you know, I gotta go to the grocery store and it takes half a day uh, and I have to juggle all of that while trying to explore all of these things that were so hypothetical at one point and like we said, became not a matter of if and when, but just now a matter of when and the energy, the ups and downs of taking on a project like this really were apparent while trying to manage everything else going on in the world. And so it became sort of, I think we as a society can argue that we became sort of at the mercy of, of you know, the idea of that you can't control everything. And I think that that theme played well within the project that we were tackling at the same time because there were things at times where you, you know, while there's nothing necessarily finally decided, let's say about the building or we can always change anything that we've developed regarding pedagogy, it sort of let us lose that interest in controlling everything and lose that interest in uh, keeping the status quo and then losing that interest in sort of, you know, keeping what works in place. Even if it does work, maybe we can augment it. It allowed us to, to explore outside of keep the status quo to, well, heck, why not? Because the world was caught in, in what it was and it sort of forced a, a different mindset at the right time. So the managing of that energy, the managing of the people, the timing, and just the change and the amount of change that we've been looking at kind of all happened at the, at the right moment. And, um, 
we all feel optimistic with what's ahead. We all feel, you know, excited and elevated and, and, um, and th that deeper sense of belonging, which, you know, one would argue this generation of students that we have sometimes lack because their worlds are, are, you know, upside down, their worlds are shifting, um, at that age, typically in this pocket of, of CJEP years, they're, they're often trying to navigate where they belong. And I think it's going to be a great place for them to exist, not just because they're a Dawson student, but because they're going to be part of these seven programs and, and this community that will support them and guide them and, um, and collaborate with them and have them collaborate with each other because we're going to do so as faculty and staff. And, and then so they will. So I think that that, at this point, is an exciting uh, ending to this episode, is to say, you know, if I can quote uh, to infinity and beyond, we have the time, we have the people, we have the right energy, and we're well set up to change and culture shift our approach with the support of each other. <laughs>